Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We are picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app titled Knowing God's Heart. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Psalms chapter 34, verse 8, and it says this, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. The devotional is titled, God is Good. And it says this, Good is a word we use to describe how our day is, how we're feeling, or how a particular meal tasted. Yet, it's also a word that we use to describe our mighty, majestic, and miraculous God. Seems odd, doesn't it? To use a word to describe God that we'd also use to describe how we felt about our lunch. We can see evidence of God's goodness everywhere, in every day, and in every situation. Even when we're not aware of his goodness, he's still good. While God does do good things, his goodness is more than just what he does. It's who he is. Psalm 25, 8 says, The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. The Hebrew word for good in this verse is tuam, and it means good, pleasant, agreeable, excellent, and valuable in estimation. God is all of those descriptions. When we get that promotion at work, we yell, God is good. When our lives are problem-free, we say, God is good. When someone has been healed, we shout, God is good. But what about when times are troubling? or when challenges come our way, or when life just feels hard, when our loved one passes away, when we are forelowed from our job, when the cancer report says malignant, when our spouse betrays us, when our child continues to rebel. Is God still good in those situations? Are his ways still excellent? Is he still more valuable to us than anything? The truth is that God's goodness doesn't leave when our circumstances change. He's always the same. Not only that, but God is truly good all of the time. He can't not be good. It's who he is. He's the definition of good. When something good happens, God is good. And when something bad happens, he is good. As hard as it can be to say that, it's true. Even if, and especially when, God is still good. It's much like the sun on a cloudy day. We say we can't see it because it's hidden behind clouds, but it's still there. The same is true for the hurts and disappointments in our lives. They can cloud us from seeing God's goodness, but rest assured, it's always there because it's who he is. It's usually in our disappointments and difficulties when we call into question the goodness of God. But turning from God in the midst of our pain removes the only true good thing from our sad equation, God. So when we're tempted to doubt and allow our current scenario to dictate what we believe, let's dive into God's word to remind ourselves of this truth. He's a good God. Yeah, this is a tough one. It's yeah. a such a necessary one, but it's a tough one. Yeah. 
so many of us grapple with that. If God is good, then why are bad things happening? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to pretend to know all the answers to that. I love the way the author of this devotional talked about it, but I would love to share like a really personal anecdote with you all in hopes that it encourages you because I want to, first off, I want to remind you that the world had disease and sickness enter whenever sin entered the world. Mm -hmm. And so now jumping to that personal story, I just wanted to share that Tori and I have even shared this on our main channel on YouTube that when people think about being intimate with your spouse, they think about sex. Mm-hmm. And I've shared this several times that I have never felt more intimate with my wife or with anybody than when I'm confessing the ugliest parts about myself to her and she still loves me. And I'm bringing my brokenness to her and she's loving me inside of it. So whenever I'm seeing all of us go through hardships, ones that we maybe put on ourselves or ones that just happen by natural occurrence, we have to make sure that we're willing to receive the comfort and the joy and the love and the embracing hug from our heavenly father because those things will help us and they will glorify him in those Mm -hmm. tough situations and i grew in depth of what kind of love i was willing to receive because the love previous to confessing those things to tori was all performance based where i was lovable so therefore i'm loved and now i share something and it says i'm unlovable but still i'm loved And so, again, when it comes to our relationship with God and how he loves us inside of our hardships and he takes care of us inside of our hardships, there's something so powerful and deep and that exposes his goodness inside of those hardships where if only thing were, if if everything was just good all the time, it would really dilute what good actually means. There's a reason why we say have a good day Mm because it's typically different than what average or a poor day is. And so if God is good, then we want to bring that good God into every situation. Especially the bad ones. Yeah. So I don't know if if that really made a ton of sense, but for me, it was just about this feeling of, I, even though I felt ugly and unlovable in those situations, I had this feeling that superseded what I was feeling. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so whenever you are going through a hardship and you allow the Holy Spirit to minister to your heart Mm -hmm. and to your soul and to your body and to your comfort and to your mind, there's something so much greater happening than just what the physical circumstances are asking for. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah, that's so good. There were two things that I really loved that the author brought up. Number one was that if you're in a bad situation, you're questioning God's goodness and that makes you delete God from the equation. You're literally only deleting the good part about what you're going through. You're deleting the only thing that's actually going to bring peace and contentment and joy into a situation that's really tough and brutal. And so you're just going to make it so much harder on yourself and those around you. And you're also not going to be a witness inside of it because in our weaknesses, he is magnified because his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And then two, I just, I'm such a visual person. And so that visual of the sun still being out on a cloudy day when you can't see it, 
Like just because you can't physically see God in your situation right now does not mean he is not in it, does not mean he doesn't have his hand on you, does not mean that he will not use whatever you're going through for your good and his Mm -hmm. glory. And so I just want to encourage you to not allow the enemy to get inside your head and say, well, if God was good, you wouldn't be going through this. Or if God was good, this wouldn't have happened. Because that is a lie from the pit of hell. Because who he is, is good. We don't know good outside of God. Like that is who defined good. He is the definition of goodness. And yes, what Chad was saying, we live in a broken and a fragmented world and there's sickness, disease and hardship. And I hope that every time you run into trials and hardships of many kinds, that it actually makes you run to the father and not away from him. Yeah. And we've also shared it a hundred times before too, that we've both individually never felt closer to God than whenever we were at our lowest points. Absolutely. Because I feel like then we really embraced the comfort and care that he offers versus pretending to accept his comfort and care, but kind of manufacturing it on our own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this is a really like sobering devotional. Um, It's a hard one, but it's important for us believers to talk about it and get real with it and not just like pretend like the question isn't there. And so we're wrestling with this stuff just like you all are. And um, yeah, you ready to pray something out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you that you are good. We thank you on the worst days, on the hardest days, and the most broken of situations, God, that you are still good. That when we're at our lowest of low, God, you say that you are near to the brokenhearted. So we just pray a special prayer over those walking through hard times today that your presence would be so magnified in their life, that they would actually feel your embrace, that they will feel you so near to them, so close to them, that they won't be able to stay down, that they will literally feel you picking them up. Father, we thank you in advance for what you will do in each and every situation of those Uh, people that we're talking about right now, people that are listening, people that are going through it, God. We thank you in advance for the testimony that is to come where you take their broken pieces and you make it a masterpiece. You take the broken situation, you turn the test into a testimony that your name will in the name of Jesus be magnified through what they're going through. God, we thank you for this. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that we can run to you on our hardest days and that you will bring us comfort, that you are our Prince of Peace. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now it's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Au revoir.